You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. Welcome to the motherfucking podcast, episode number 39. Episode number 39. We're going to do our year-end wrap-up now. We're going to do we're going to do a recap on the last couple shows that we did. We got we've got all sorts of special guests coming in today, but first, we are live on Instagram right now. Hi Instagram, how y'all doing? It's good to see you. I'm joined today by our special guest, fan numero uno. Mr. Joey Klontz. Howdy, howdy. Yeah. We we actually base... So, okay, so we were taught this exercise. Have I told you about this? Like, we were taught this, ec- we were taught this exercise. Um, I don't even know where we got it from. I thought I got it from Brad at Evergroove. But we were taught this exercise years ago where basically instead of trying to think about getting as many fans as you possibly can, like, it's like... Let's think about what our avatar fan would look like if it was one person. You know what I mean? And you're supposed to distill it down to, like, one person. And our avatar fan is you. Awesome. So everything that we do. (laughs) So, like, when we we think about stuff that we're doing, like, is it's like... What's Joey going to think of this? What would Joey do? So, you know, what would Jesus do is WWJD. Our thing is what would Joey dig? Well, I can assure you, man, just keep on doing whatever you've been doing because it's fucking jamming and it works. Awesome. So we've got got Joey in the house. We've got our our local Denver producer, Mr. fucking Jason Gordon, back there in in the booth. Gordon Ledfoot. Oh yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. We're not supposed to. There's his thumb. We're not supposed to use anything but his alias, uh, Gordon Ledfoot himself, who you uh, may have heard on episode I think 36 of the podcast. Gordon's going to be in here helping us out, trying to take our production game to the next level. Yeah, and he, Skibs will still be our producer. He came and did the one podcast and said, "You guys can use some help. Trust me." Well, no, that actually what happened was <laughs> Skibs, our producer in Chicago, who's going to be helping run the show from your end when yep. you move back. You said your end. Uh-huh. And now I'm all pissed off. Pissed on. Yeah. Um I done that too. Keep going. Um but uh but Skibbs was saying, you know, we I was sending him things from the podcast that were kind of fucked up and and were of poor quality and, and Skibbs was like, if only you had another me there in Denver. And so we mentioned it in the in an episode that we were looking for someone to help produce the show in Denver and Gordo was not only the best candidate, he was also the only person who got back to me <laughs> and had any interest in doing the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So it's episode 39. Considering yeah. how many times that we've um, that we've missed doing it. Slacked off. I think we're probably close to a year now. Gordo, is there any way you can find out what... The date was of the first episode of the podcast that oh, we did. It starts. Look at this shit. 
See, this is what you do when you have a producer you're here. You him go to work like crazy. You go, <laughs> you go hey, he's in one second. Hey, Gordo, can you get that on the monitor? Can you bring up a picture? Oh, we're not there yet. We can't bring stuff. Actually, we probably could bring stuff up on that monitor if we wanted to. Yeah, it's uh, all over. Damn. Well, I'm trying to get close to the microphone. Yeah, me too, man. We're trying. We, you're loud. It's okay. Okay, but you'll be fine. I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ty's on his way down. He's gonna come hang out. Like I said, we got Joey Klontz in this motherfucker. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna blaze some doobies, hey. and we're going to we're gonna skip a commentary this week. We should probably get to that doobie before Ty gets here. And why? He won't be able to sit in the room. You don't think so? Not with his weed. Not with Joey's weed. <laughs> dude, by the way, Joey, yeah? my car smells like a fucking skunk, dude. Nice. Like, I was thinking, <laughs> so I recently went and tried to apply to drive for Lyft. Um, I can't go back and reapply until next month because my, my DUI turned seven years old mm. next month. And that's their that's kind of their threshold for um, being able to drive for Lyft. Seven year itch, huh? So yeah, right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Um, it's seven years since I went into a ditch. Um, that works. That, that works with the rhyme. That works fine. Uh, so, I like it. So I'm kind of glad I haven't though, because you've given me uh, bags of weed. You gave me two bags of weed uh, in the last. You gave me a bag of weed at the Lost Lake show, and you gave me a bag of weed at the Fort Collins show. Yep. And my car and my living room now smell like somebody brutally murdered a skunk. Yes. Like, not just like somebody hit a skunk, like somebody tortured and terrorized it first. Mission accomplished. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, I think that's uh, oh. I think that's Ty calling you now. I'll get him. Um, yeah, so... So... This weed is is fucking dangerous, yes. man. That's Not awesome. only that, I and I, I mentioned this um, on stage at our last show, which you were at. Uh, I went over to help you do some trimming recently. Yes, sir. And um, on the second day that we trimmed, you gave me a low temp dab. So explain to me what a low temp dab is. A low temp dab is a. Uh just a dab done at a very low temp. What's the, so what's the purpose of doing it at a low temp? You get to taste it better. You can taste the terps, and it doesn't kill you as bad. What are terps? The terpenes from the weed. It's um, it's just help a, me out here. Explain. <laughs> pretend I know nothing about weed at all. What is what? Are, what are uh, what are terpenes? What are yeah, terpenes? Terpenes are what gives you your smells and your highs. Okay, okay. So yeah. that's where the high the comes little from. crystals. Okay. You know. Oh, okay. Those are the, the crystals. Yes. Those are the terps. Okay. <clears throat> so doing it at a lower temp allows you to taste it. Taste that. those, and it doesn't kill you as bad. And it's it doesn't. No, like a high temp <laughs> would have really. You would have probably puked. Dude, I okay. <laughs> so so Joey, I go in the second day, and Joey goes goes. Hey, would you like to do a low temp dab with me? And I was like, you know what? Sure. When in Rome, I'll try something out. You know, and I wanted to, I wanted to pretend to be a cool guy at least <laughs> to a certain extent. So I went and I took this thing, and I took I think a much bigger rip than I really should have taken. You did a big one. And uh, and when I did that, I had the worst coughing fit I've had smoking weed in a long time. Like it reminded me. The last time I had a coughing fit like that, I I was smoking dabs in Seattle mm. at my buddy Tim's place, and I went into a coughing fit. I turned green. Ooh. I had an instant panic attack, and I just left and went to bed. Right. 
I just ran and went to bed and um, laid down and then immediately got like overcome with the need to take a shit. And I like ran off and took a gigantic shit and then I was fine. Then I was fine. Like taking the shit like brought my high down enough to where it was tolerable. Right. And then it was and then it was fun. Yeah. Then I didn't feel like I was gonna die. But um but when we I was I was over uh, uh trimming with you and you gave me that low temp dab, I took it, I had a coughing fit, and then I like had to sit down, <laughs> and all of a sudden I just hear Joey go, Uh oh, it sat him down. <laughs> And like, dude, I was sitting, and I, I think I had told you earlier in the day, I was like, the problem is, is if I get too high, I have like an instant anxiety attack and I just want to bail out of yep. wherever I am. I just want to run away. Right. And we're sitting there trimming and I'm super high and you look at me and you're like, don't go running away now. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a that was fun day. Good times. Dude, and, and I'm sitting there like, I was... Like, you smoke, like, I remember a time when you would smoke a little weed and you'd be high for like a half hour to an hour and then you'd smoke a little more weed and you'd, you'd spend a nice evening watching TV with your friends and getting a little high, right? Yep. Everything's fine. It's super fun. But now, but doing that low temp dab, I was high for the entire day. Yes. I was high and I got really in my head and I couldn't think and I could, and you were like, do you want another dab? And I'm like, I've, uh, I've got an, I'm high enough for the rest of my life, and <laughs> I never need to do another dab like that again. And uh, I ended up spending the whole day just in my head, just stoned out of my mind. And then the rest of the trimming crew showed up, and I'm still not talking, still not talking. And then about halfway through the day, uh, they start talking about something. And I chime in. I'm like, oh yeah, uh, Joey gave me one of those fucking dabs, and I've been high all day. And they go, oh, that's why you're so quiet. <laughs> we thought something was wrong. It's like, no, I'm something just was like, wrong. something yeah. was very seriously wrong. <laughs> I was extremely high. So I got the answer from Gordo on uh, when we started the podcast. When? Take a guess. Is it today? No, it's not today. When is it today? It's about a month from today, though. So, so in the beginning of January, you were still doing these SoundCloud uh, commentary. The Commentary Tuesdays. Commentary Tuesday, where you're sitting in your closet recording. Which <laughs> recording, is hilarious. Which is hilarious. And I was just recording on my phone with earbuds in my closet, just talking about, like on GarageBand yeah. Mobile. And then we right. stepped it up by taking you out of the closet and going into my living room and yeah. doing the exact same thing. Yeah. We, but, so so it's, you, had the, you had the SoundCloud like on the 9th, I think it was, and then... When we were going to do that, we came up with the idea to do this, and uh, I think it was like the 23rd or the 16th is one of the first episodes. So we've been doing this podcast for almost a year. Almost a year. About a month away. Now that tells you... Thanks, Joey. That also tells you how many episodes we've skipped. Yeah. Because 52 would be doing one every week. So that means we've essentially skipped 10 to 12 weeks of, of episodes. Better than half. That's not... Hey, that's not bad. Not at all. That's not bad at all. No. Especially considering we we didn't even have this room until We're recently. Doing all right, considering. Yeah. And and when I wonder yeah, how many episodes. Fucking legit. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, Especially but within a year, we went from you went from your closet to this. That man, that's major progress. That's major fucking progress. That is major, dude. What a difference a year makes. Yeah. We're gonna get into that later on in the episode. We're going to do a little, um, we're going to do a year 
and review wrap up because I went through all the photos in my phone for year 2018 because you know Instagram does like the Instagram top nine. No, you don't. You guys aren't on. Yeah, Joey's like, I have no idea. Yeah, great job picking your guest and co-host for the subject. Hey, you guys want to talk about Instagram? <laughs> yeah. You got Tony, a gram, man? T- Tony has <laughs> a gram. I got an I Instagram for you. It's got to be a fucking delivery well, service of weed called Instagram. Speaking of, speaking of getting uncomfortably high, we should probably start smoking those, right? Let's do it. By so, the way, I also love... Make me go schizo, will it? I also love that I can smoke weed at work. That's awesome, dude. Isn't that cool? I love it. Like... I don't get paid much to be here, or anything really, but I can smoke weed at work and I get to play with all the toys that they have, which is pretty cool. It's pretty great. You know, it's 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 pretty great. Um, all right, Joe. Yeah. So I was so Instagram does this thing called uh, the top nine, where they take your top nine posts for the year, based on uh, number of likes and whatnot. And I was looking at our top nine, and they were cool things. But they weren't necessarily what I would consider the top moments of the year. So I went back through and I was going to try and come up with my own top nine of things that happened in, uh, in 2018. And I ended up with like something like 70 pictures of, of events that, uh, of, of things that happened for motherfucking ruckus in 2018. So we're going to do our top 10 events in no particular order. I just came up with that, so we're actually gonna have to figure out what the top ten yeah, events are. Drum roll. Top ten top ten events <laughs> Number and 10. then some. Yeah, well we're gonna we're gonna do that later in the episode. But first, we're gonna do a little recap on since we've got Joey in the house. Hey, yeah, Joey. Hey, hey, hey. We're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a recap of the last two shows that we did. Um, because Joey went to both of them. Loved them. Um so yeah, what better person to talk about it than you? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get to hear it as well as you did. Sounded great. So let's start. Let's start with last week. We were in Denver, at um, at Lost Lake over on uh, East Colfax. We were main support for uh, Fist Fight. I think that was supposed to be the show for their their record release. I'm not entirely sure. I know they just put out a record. I don't know if that was the record release party, but. We were we were main support for Fist Fight, which is a, a pretty good, uh, actually a really awesome heavy metal and rock band from here in Denver. Um, we also played with Hydroform and uh, a new band here in town called Smith's Grove. So let's talk about uh, Joey. What were some of your high points from the Lost Lake show? Lost Lake show. Uh... Shit, man! The whole show was good, dude. So was I there? <laughs> <laughs> the whole show was good, man. Well, you you make it to almost every show. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Thanks, Joey. Say, so, in fact, you, you. Dr- you drove all the way to Fort Collins to come check out the Fort Collins show. Absolutely. So, um, for the Lost Lake show, what I was really, I, I would say, the number one high point for me was the crowd. We had a great crowd at that show. It was a lot of fun. Um, we had a much better turnout than I was expecting, especially because last time we did a show at Lost Lake, the turnout was not super right. was not super great. Um, it, now I don't know if that's because we were competing with a lot of stuff. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but especially considering it was a fifteen dollar cover charge, which I didn't really realize until we got there. Like the fact that people were willing to pay fifteen bucks to come see a bunch of local bands, that was really fucking cool to me. Um, I really liked 
the way the um, the Facebook Live thing went. Which oh, the crowd, the crowd so camera. gave the crowd. Yes. Camera. So I have I have this uh, this really cheap frame stabilizer that's hey, like I got for your events for all this year. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, frame stabilizer. You know what I mean? Uh, to put your to put your cell phone in, and I've got a pretty good shotgun mic that I hook up to it. And I was just going to set it off on the side on a tripod and have it film the show. And I was like, you know what? That that doesn't really have a lot of movement to it. That's not really exciting to watch. How about I just pass it out into the crowd, leave it on Facebook Live? And I just told everybody in the crowd, I was like, just don't break my phone. <laughs> yeah. That's all I asked. Yeah, you asked a collective group of people not to break your phone. And nobody did. And nobody did. Nobody dropped it. And when most of the crowd got bored with it, they just passed it to my dad. Yep. And my dad loves yeah. playing he, with he, toys. It was nice for him to be the guy who can oh, they, they, they can give it to. Did you see how Without excited person, he got? Without that shit's getting thrown on the table or garbage. <laughs> my dad made, by the way, my dad made the same joke about that now six times. So anybody who's met my dad knows that he has this habit of like, he'll come up with a joke that he thinks is pretty excellent. And he'll just repeat it over and over and over and over and over again. That's where you get it from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, so my dad... Uh, my dad, he I get he gets the camera passed to him. He's on Facebook Live. He didn't know Facebook Live was a thing. Right. Like he's never really experienced it. I don't think he realized that we were shooting live video when we were in Europe and stuff like that. He just thought we were kind of taking home movies and stuff, you know? Right. So he's like on Facebook Live for the first time, and he's like. He's like, yeah, and I saw these names coming up saying so-and-so is watching and so-and-so is watching. I went, holy shit, we're live. <laughs> and then, sounds just like my dad, yeah, by the way. That is, a, that is a spitting fucking impression. And then here's where the joke that he made over and over again was. He goes, he goes, yeah, if I had known it was live, I wouldn't have taken it into the men's room with me. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, Dad had a great God. time. I will say this though, I don't think I'll use a shotgun mic again. I think I'm gonna find like a better like stereo mic setup. So if you're out there and you're listening and you know a thing about uh, doing mobile live recordings and like some decent products that are out there as far as microphones, I'd love to hear about that. Uh, also at this time, we are on Instagram Live, as I mentioned earlier, and uh, we're taking questions from any of you fine folks out there in the world. We got some questions, Gordo? Oh, shit. Uh, all right. Fuck yeah. Really? We got some good questions going. Awesome. I didn't know if that maybe, would work. Maybe, maybe we should give a piece of paper to them so you can write them out. Yeah. Put them on the window. Let's, uh... We have no talk back, Mike. I yet. just assured everybody that I, I don't know anything about anything because I'm the producer. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'll let you know what the, what the, what the questions okay. are. Okay. So we're going to get to your questions here in a little bit in the show. Do you want um, to after... request to go live uh, with someone else as well. So... A request to go live with yeah, someone else? Yeah, I have no idea what that means. Oh. <laughs> I don't either. Because I'm the producer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get to your questions once we get through this uh, this recap. But thanks for sending those in, guys, and uh, keep them coming, man. We're going to get to those. Uh, yeah. So um, what were some of the high points for you at the Lost Lake show, Tony? The Lost Lake show? Yeah. Oh, the Lost Lake show was, uh, it was all right. I, th I think what Four Collins shows you for me. you have very high standards, and that's one thing that I appreciate you is is pretty much after every show we do, I'll get really emotional and excited about it, and I'm like, that was beautiful, or I'm like, God, that 
that show, it just really wasn't it. I should, I should quit and go back to college or something <laughs> like that, you know? But Tony will just, Tony's response to pretty much every show is just like, yeah, it was all right. And then, like, uh, Ty will usually go, yeah, if you like total dog shit. <laughs> That's Ty's fucking joke. Um, but, yeah, you yeah, kind of... Both right. Though. You kind of just... <laughs> Seems good. You have a very emotionally detached experience for the, the show part of it. You have very high standards, and, and pretty much across the board, your response for, is for, usually... For criticizing it, for sure. I'm a little more cold when it comes to criticizing my own show. So what were your criticisms then? Let's speak your language, since you're so good at that stuff. What are your criticisms about? Gotta, gotta tighten it up, man. Gotta get a better light show. Gotta get a whole bunch of people in there fucking pumping their fists for you, man. That shit makes it a tan right there, brother. You've been, you've been pushing the light show thing for a while, and I totally agree with you. We need to fucking do that. I also think... We need to do more like show. samples. I think we need to get like Sam I think we need to get a sampler or like a drum brain or something like that and do all sorts of weird, crazy fucking shit. Mm, let's get the lights first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's been pushing like we'll sit around and just talk about all sorts of ideas and then Tony is just always pushing the lights. It's also the same with merch. Like yeah. when we've talked about shirt ideas, you've been like, you know what we should do? Print more motherfucking ruckus shirts. No, no, no. Every and, time and, we talk about it, and, and, supply and, and demand. And for, and for, yeah, and exactly. For everybody else, I, it, that that would be saying, you know what I think we should print is more of the shirts that we just sold out of. Yeah. That I, mean, I I don't like one logo much more than the other. I like them all. You know. You know what our I best. I just want to reprint the ones that sold out. You know what it's our best. Seem that, that hard. Do you know what our best selling item is? No. Vinyl. Vinyl is our best sign selling selling item. Well, we still have those. If we're almost out. I have um, one. Well, then, in that yeah, case, yeah. let's get more of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Thorsten, I think, cleared out the warehouse in Germany. Nice. And, I mean, we only printed a whopping 300 copies, but still, 300 copies of your record, like, especially a record that, That's you know. fucking awesome. You know who also yeah. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. It's threatened. <laughs> no, I'll bet you Threaten has sold way more than 300 copies they, of the record. Rolling Stone just came out with an interview about Threaten. Really? Where, like, it all came yeah. out and, you know. How he told on himself. How he told on himself yeah. and all this shit. Wait, know? what are you talking about? How did it, what happened? You tell the story. Some dude, uh, what's his name? Jared. Jared. Yeah, yes. oh, no, I know about, I know the story about Jared Threaten, but him, on him telling on himself. The last he heard about it was when I told him about when the bands were doing the interviews when they were starting to quit and the bass right. player couldn't quit because he didn't have enough money to go home. I didn't even know about that. Well, okay, so what did he say? So, well, that was just it. They finished the tour. Or like, Actually, the rest of the tour got canceled. But, um, so in the Rolling Stone interview, he it was him talking to Rolling Stone, talking about how, you know, I, I love the villain, fucking Alice Cooper, Marilyn Manson thing, and, and that's what people are going to pay attention to. And, you know, you, you can try your hardest and go one way, or you can just put all your money in one basket and, tr and try for this fucking publicity stunt. Yeah. <laughs> all this shit, you know? You got, you got to admire that, Oh, man. my God, Joey. <laughs> did you, dude, Alice Cooper did all sorts of stuff to get people's attention, There's man. no such thing as bad publicity, so they say. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think that the main thing is I just, I don't... I appreciate what he did, but I really wish a much cooler band had done it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? What, Alice Cooper or Threaten? No, Threaten. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I wish, I wish, so, I wish he had had that idea for an awesome ripping band that I like a lot. They, they, they found out that the the websites for his PR firm, uh, for his uh, booking agent, his uh, his management company. Uh, and his own website, all of those went back to the same GoDaddy account. Yes, at the same time. Really? They all did, yeah. 
Holy shit. They all registered at the same time. He just made it all up. Today, he said, um, or I read today, where he wished he could have kept touring because he was playing to empty venues. Right. And if he could have kept touring and he could have got people to come, he was just going to not play to anyone and just get booed off the stage. That would have been a beautiful picture. I think it's his exact words. man. (laughs) And then he has us talking about it. You know what I mean? Dude, it has not only has us, has everybody in the world of metal and independent music. Like... Taught, like he's got in Rolling Stone, dude. Check this out. His, his wife, can't, his wife and him can't argue with it. Can't. His wife totally supported him and, and helped him do all this stuff. Um, when he's playing to these empty venues, she's filming them the whole time. And and the reason why she's filming it is because he wants to come out with a documentary about the whole damn experience. Of course, they already hit him up with one. Of course, of course, of course. Why wouldn't they? Of course. And people are gonna hate and hate and hate. Man, he's a genius. I, I don't. Him. I don't know if I have the balls. To, his, I have the I balls to do anything like that because I care way too much about what people think. You know what I mean? Yeah. But man, that is fucking incredible. I love yeah. it. Good on him. I've, I've been following the story pretty damn close since it came out. All right, so Joey, you also came up from Fort Collins. In fact, Gordo, we should get you in here because we're man. gonna do we're gonna do a recap on the. You gotta wake him up first. Uh, yeah, let's wake up Gordo, producer extraordinaire. So uh, this weekend, this past weekend, I just solved the biggest production problem so far. I'm so stoked. What yeah. is it? <laughs> I stopped the glare coming out of your face from the monitor. Oh, oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> You're the man. I thought it looked cool. I did too. Yeah, I just the, the screensaver in the background so. is oh, reflecting on the glass. Oh yeah. But I think so the, it was uh, making it look like you're having an idea or like you're tripping all hard. Yeah. It's like, oh man, he looked like he was tripping all hard. Like, I've just been telling people that your mind is a poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna regret giving me control over the fucking thing. So, so we went and uh, we went and did a show together, Gordo. We did. We went. And we did. It's in true. Fort Collins true. at yeah. Surfside 7. We did it. Uh, we haven't been there in over a year because the last time we played there was when we did uh, Monsters of Monsters of Mock with Doug Walker from Monolith. Monsters of Monsters of Mock? Yeah, that was when we did kind of the best of all the years of Monsters of Mock it's that like we a, did. It's like a meta Monsters of Rock kind of thing. Exactly. Meta mon- <laughs> Dude! Meta Monsters of Mock! It all makes okay, sense. Okay, that's what we're going to do my next year. My shift's over. That's what we're going to do next year. <laughs> that's my time, folks. Next year we're going to do oh. Meta Monsters of Mock. And it'll be performances of bands as performed by their famous tribute bands. Like we do okay. we do ACDC as Hell's Bells performing ACDC. Yeah, that is about as meta as it gets. So we right do there. we it's do like, double drag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we put on like the girls' clothes and then yeah. we put on the dudes' clothes and then we do the show. Meta monsters wow. and mock because then it's not just going to see a show. Then it's like a philosophical uh, experience. That's as well. a layer beyond the dawn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we went to Fort Collins this weekend. Yeah. Excellent uh, show, by the way. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Joey. You. Thank you for making the drive all the way up to Fort Collins for that. That's Andy fucking here. awesome. Absolutely. Man. It was awesome. Yeah. That was great. Uh, Gordo, tell me some of your high points like what your what your favorite parts were about the Fort Collins uh, high points got real high got <laughs> real high no I made a I point of it didn't really, didn't really get made it. a point of it in fact um, high points for me uh, 
I don't know. Like I, I just like playing that club a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. You did know? you ever play like, the, the old crowds? one? No, no, never did. Just the new one. Ooh, lucky. The new, the new one's great. The yeah, old well, one was like they could fit like forty people and inside what's, of it. Uh, damn, it was awesome. What's the sound guy's name? I, uh, Chris yeah. Fernald. Chris. Okay, yeah, because he's that guy's a professional. Like you show up there. The first time I remember showing up there, and I was just like, oh shit. Yeah, he's what really good. There's, there's like a lounge where we're playing. Yeah, and he's then really good. They moved everything out. He set everything up. Super professional. He was running sound the entire time, which is not something you see people do a lot. He <laughs> loves to mix. That's the thing. But what, it, what it comes down to, I think, in all levels of production, whether it be live audio or studio audio, the difference between just an engineer and a producing engineer is is somebody who wants to participate in the like mixing experience in the and, twiddly and, knobs and, and, and yeah they want to do the, the they, he, knobs. he wants to do the twiddly knobs they're doing this on the twiddly knobs you know what I mean <laughs> ride that fader ride yeah. it they, they love yeah. it man and that's the difference and when you go there he's running around in the crowd with the iPad and and. Uh, and and man, he yeah, he does an excellent job. I really recommend. Yeah, you guys sounded great. I have no idea how we sounded out front, but you guys, you guys sounded, sounded great. Sounded good. Sounded really I, good. I could hear you. I could hear you throughout the whole venue. Um, you you sang really well. You guys were really tight. I really enjoyed your it's song selection tone. and the freeze. It is the tone. It's a free, I, the, the freeze, freeze that I use on the, the one, one song. song. Yeah, I was <laughs> actually it just makes the whole gig. The oh, whole gig. the freeze is so good. <laughs> the the trolling the audience feedback freeze that you no, guys do. There's a, there's a there's a freeze. There's a more subtle freeze. There's a more subtle there's freeze. There's the you know feedback, what? which is completely intentional and not subtle at all. And then there's the freeze, which is subtle underneath, you know, kind of everything else that's yeah. going on. What is What was the freeze? I missed the freeze. It's a pedal. It's just a pedal. It just takes the note and goes... So I was going to... I was going to... He it once there. in one song in the entire set, and it's part of his pedal board because he needs it. Yeah. I, w- so I was going to... I was watching the whole time waiting for it to happen. <laughs> I was going... Song, Man, the last, the last. I'm song. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said gotta like, save that pedal. <laughs> so you save. You sat for 45 minutes just looking at my feet. <laughs> Is that what you did? You spent the whole time just going, "Let's see what this one does." Oh, I was gonna actually ask you at the end of the show. I was like, "Man, I wonder if Gordo would let me plug my fucking green bullet into his amp and just have him play with the pedals." Absolutely, dude. We should try Producing that. Sounds two point oh. Yeah, we should try that. That's perfect. Run as long as I can just stand directly behind Ty, you know, like <laughs> on that little short wall there with the pedal board up here and just and do, and do this and hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh, ah, yes. And just twiddle knobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, you're hired. Yeah, you're hired. Yeah. Dude, I've never seen a band right. do that. I've never right. seen a band just have a guy that like stands on stage and like fucks with your amp <laughs> as you're playing. That's yeah, a good wear, idea. Especially for coat. like a rock, yeah, like you should a wear a band. Coat. That's hilarious. Just to have the dude that's just like okay. <laughs> but like <laughs> stoic, man. Just like into it. Just a stethoscope yeah. on top of the the head. Somebody jumps on the stage and like touches him, and he's like, "There hey. are bands though that have done that kind of thing where they have the producer working in the booth, and he's just he's manipulating their sound, but then they kind of get pissed off because they're like, "That's not my tone. I don't want delay on there. What are you doing? It's echoing. I don't like that sound. I love it's a that phaser. Shit. It sucks." One, one of my favorite yeah. things is Sorry. when is when we play a place, and then you watch the live video later, and the engineer has been. 
fucking partying the whole time, dude. Like throwing delays in there and throwing flange in there and doing, you know, yep. messing with the reverb and taking away and being tasteful about it. I love that shit. Man. They're making your art. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's the same. Like when we when we started recording with Brad, I was God like, damn it. When, it, when we started recording with Brad, I was like, I was like, dude, I would love it if you would just consider yourself a member of the band while we're making this record. It's useful. I you like know it. what I mean? Like, I want you to to play this record. You know what I mean? As we are playing the instruments in the record, I want you to play the record itself as an entity. Play the knobs. Yeah, play man. Play the knobs, the twisty knobs. The twisty knobs, yeah. the twiddly knobs, all that stuff. All of them. I, I, would, I would say probably uh, my favorite part of the show in Fort Collins was, again, the people that were there. There were so many the people part. that drove up from Denver. There were so many people from it's the really Turbo Union. Really good crowd. There was regular walk-ups. There was your crowd. A small pit uh, broke out. A small pit a did small break pit out. It's true. For you guys. It's true. A well, small. A very small pit broke out. A very small pit broke out. Hey, these What's days all? the best you can hope for is for a small that. pit to break <laughs> out. No, people are a lot more pit. conservative oh, yeah. with their pitting nowadays. It and it's because people self-monitoring <laughs> is so cranked up. Pitting. Oh, dude. It's because <laughs> it's because people self-monitoring is totally fucking ramped up. You know what I mean? They're like, I'm not getting in a Bosch pit. I yeah. don't know how that's going to vibe with everybody in the social structure here. Excuse me, sir. Would you mind if I... Just bumped up against you lightly. <laughs> I'm gonna try and start a mosh pit, and uh, I'd just like to bump into you if I could get that permission. Like, please. like it's like asking for this. a dance, dude. <laughs> it's like, I certainly, Monsieur. Great, let's do it, yeah. Monsieur. Would oh, you okay. care to dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me put my drink right, Okay, cool. That was fun. Let's begin. That's good. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not how this works. Mind if I cut in on this slam dance? <laughs> um, yeah, Tony, what was what was your favorite part of... Uh, oh, and Mike and Mandy, of Mike course, Mandy. driving all the way oh, out yeah. from fucking Scottsbluff, Nebraska. Oh, yeah, Nebraska, dude. yeah. They drive a long way to see us play, and they come... They, dude, they come to... Like, I would say they come to 80% of our shows and make the drive all the way from Super Scottsbluff. Super cool individuals. It was nice to see Very wonderful guys. people, man. Yeah. Very wonderful Super people. Cool. Uh, what, were, what were the high points for you, Tom? Seeing Granny Tweed. Yeah, Granny Tweed was sure. fucking awesome. Watching Gordo hit the freeze button. <laughs> that was probably the pinnacle of the whole night, really. That's it. That's it. Just it's all about the footwork. <laughs> you know what was you know what was especially cool, Gordo, was Hands down. getting to Easy. see our real world experience doing that show together. Um, and it, the the results of that experience, like getting to see the real world experience manifest in the digital world after the fact, because I started seeing yes. a lot of a lot of kind of heat going your way from people that just had a really good time at that show and saw you for the first time, and it's then true. there was also this like that's cool your yeah. people who had seen us for the first time that that we we got to actually see that in real time and I thought that that was very cool. Crowd That's what they so call synergy. Too. Synergy. Yeah. It was cross-pollination. Cool, cross-pollination. I think we should fusion. do a tour. Of sorts. Yes, <laughs> yes, a fusion. A fusion is going on. I, I think the, we should the, do the a tour. The crowd was fucking dynamite at the yeah. Collins too. Yeah. You were part of it. Yes. You were there. 
Yeah, Joey. What, you, were, you were part of it, too. I try to get the crowd going at any show that's good. You, you know? do. That's yeah. true. That that was your um, that was your first time in Fort Collins, right? First time ever. What'd you think? It was fun. Yeah. Long drive, but fun. Yeah. What, what else like did you do? as long as you think it should be. Dude, I, I got there and left as soon as you guys were done. Went home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah went in the bed. It was past my bedtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's... Every time that we've gone up to Fort Collins, it's like there have rarely been times where we've gone to a show and then gone to an after party. It's rarely happened. Or we've gone to a show and gone and done something after. It's always like the show is the party. Fort Collins is kind of a quiet place except for this concentrated area where the kids go down to do whatever it is that they do. And after. Hang, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nice little town. Hanging on the strip. Yeah. Hanging hard. I love doing Fort Collins shows, man. Very cool place. Um, hey, should we take some questions from? Uh, let's take some questions. There's from probably some, you know, questions cropped up there. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, see, let's see what we got. Let's take some questions from Instagram. We're do this the old school way. And <laughs> while, uh, I'm while just gonna go look at the screen and then I'm gonna join you, and then I'm gonna yell them at you. <laughs> <laughs> while uh, while while Gordo's doing that. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsors. That's Matula Plumbing in Des Plaines, Illinois. Matula! Shit rolls downhill. Don't be at the bottom. Your number two is our bread and butter. Your sh- or wait, your shit is our bread and butter. Your number two is our number one priority. Damn it. Oh, I never one. mess up the taglines. Damn it. Matula Plumbing, Des Plaines, Illinois. Tell Jerry the boys sent you. Mutiny Information Cafe, books. Uh, coffee, records, uh, Jesus, live performances, comic books, coffee, and uh, culture down in the heart of South Broadway in the Baker neighborhood uh, to South Broadway. This is a mutiny transmission. Uh, yeah, they also host podcasts and all sorts of crazy stuff. Check them out and tell the boys that the boys sent you. Evergrove Studio is the official studio of uh, the Rock Combo Motherfucking Ruckus, where we're working on our newest album. Where Joey, you actually came and did vocals a couple times. You come up to the studio a couple times. Thanks for you? having me, man. What do you think of Evergrove? It's an awesome little spot. Yeah, man. It's very beautiful. Beautiful country. Just and Brad's cool. Yeah, cool as yeah. fuck. It's Be- awesome. Beautiful place, man. So Evergrove Studio. Uh, and it's a solar powered studio, if you can believe that. Uh, we record this at Nug Nation Studios. Go to thenugnation.com to check out the newest videos from the Nug Nation. Uh, it's like, man, if like South Park was like made of weed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's little Little characters made of weed. Have you ever watched the Nug Nation? I have. What do you think? It's very funny. Yeah. It's yes. a funny show. Hilarious. Check it out at thenugnation.com. Uh, Rocket Space Rehearsal Studios. The official rehearsal space of the Rock Combo Motherfucking Ruckus. Uh, we're going to be heading there in a little bit to go get ready for this next run of shows we're doing. Uh, we are going to take two weeks off for the holidays, but when we come back, we're going to be getting ready for the record release show and our show with uh, Hank Von Hell coming up. Flipside music, um, all quality, all quality, uh, small quantity, uh, badass boutique style amp and guitar store. Uh, man, go check out go check out Ike's shop. Uh, Flipside Music is an incredible. Great selection of pedals. Great selection of amps. I'm gonna go down there to start putting a, um, a vocal effects array together. Uh, I'm fucking excited for that. Until Ike, the boys, and finally, last but certainly the most 
all the people who back us on patreon.com slash motherfucking ruckus, including Joey Klontz. I'm just a, I'm just a small little man, man. So we you know <laughs> I gotta tell you, the we've gotten very we only get a little bit of feedback from the patron perspective. Like what's what do you like about it as far as like being on the Patreon? Patreon thing is cool, man. Getting the stuff early, mm-hmm. you know. And oh yeah. Getting all that stuff early is very awesome. Yeah. And uh, but I, I don't like the page Patreon because it doesn't let, ever let me like comment. You always there are your comments fucked up. It won't let me comment. You know what I, don't I understand think? Understand that? Wait. Maybe it's because of my phone. I should do it on a computer or whatever. I don't know, but it won't let me do it from my phone. I feel like so with right. Patreon, there's there's so much potential there. It's really it's really turning into a great platform, and watching it grow has been really cool. Right. But from the beginning, they've been like kind of smashing bugs all the way you know what I mean right and they keep getting better and better and the the app is starting our website but the coolest thing about the Patreon thing though is being able to help you guys you know what I mean (laughs) and we appreciate it so much man yeah, it's so we, we've been doing we've been doing early episodes of the podcast on there. We've been doing uh, the motherfucking Monday videos coming a week early on there. Uh, we've been showing the inkings from the comic. By the way, I met up with Jake Fairley last night. Did you see that picture yep. I posted? Yep. So I went and met up with Jake Fairley last night, and he showed me the panels, like the, the full-size inkings mm-hmm. from the comic book. Yeah. They look amazing in person, dude. Yeah. Like the pictures we've been posting... Are those posted on Facebook or just Patreon? Uh, he's been posting them on his page. Like, I'll post them on Patreon, and then Jake will usually release them a couple days later. I have to get them up as quick as I can <laughs> because I'm like, I want to give them to the patrons first before you fucking put them up. <laughs> so I'll just, like, as soon as he sends them to me, I send them to you guys, and then I send them to the, the patrons. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, I went up and met up with him, and we talked about the, the, new, uh, the new book, which is, uh, you know, we talked about the themes of trust and like isolation and like uh, like hope for the human race and like uh, that kind of like being on the outside looking in experience that so many uh, musicians and artists have but within the context of a post-apocalyptic fucking <laughs> marauder nuclear war zone by the way I also yeah. I also came bit. up uh, I also came up because you got to have two titles when you do something like part one part two part three Right. Okay. Not if you're Rocky. Well, no, but well, he did have with Russia uh, from Russia with glove. From Russia with glove. Yeah, Rocky part. What was it? Rocky four, the anti-communist one, the yeah, one where he fought Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. It was called Rocky four from Russia with glove. Mm. No, it wasn't. And I'll and I'll say this. I'll say, yes, it was. Yes, it was. No, that was the tagline for it. The tagline, maybe, but it was not the title. So anyway, <laughs> you, okay, you have Lord of the Rings, right? There's there's the Fellowship of the Ring, the the Two Towers, and the Return of the King, right? Yep. Star Wars, you have New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. Uh, those are all titles. I'll give you those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I, I decided. Love, so so, I so the so. first so the first record is going to be called The Front Lines of Good Times Part 1, right? Mm -hmm. But the subtitle is going to be Mutants, Marauders, and Magic Mamas. Nice. Magic Mamas? Magic Mamas. (laughs) Because there's in the... in. in chapter, uh, I think it's four or five, 
we go to like a village of Amazon like sorcerer warrior princesses. Cool. Like and like they're they like all have taken a vow of silence. Like none of them talk, but they're like super ripped <laughs> and they just like choke the shit out of us and they have like this chieftain like this chieftain princess uh queen who like like makes us hallucinate and gives us mushrooms and shows us all the shit it's so nice fucking people. cool dude yeah <laughs> my kind of people yeah it's yeah That's it's funny. gonna be super cool I wonder who wrote it <laughs> wonder who wrote it yeah so anyway thank you thank you thank you to all the people who back us on Patreon uh, if you'd like to learn more go to patreon.com slash mfruckus so we got some questions from the people on on Instagram huh yeah and actually um, we got many many questions and I would say the most common one was what was your favorite color my favorite color is probably a texturized lime green like, I like kind of the um, the line patterns. Going, like, I have a bunch of shirts that are made of this same pattern. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's uh, my... No. My, <laughs> my favorite color is, okay, is dingy green. <laughs> no, my favorite color is blue. That's true, actually. My favorite color is blue. But I try to use it sparingly. My favorite shirt for a while was my Bud Bronson and the Good Timers blue fucking shirt with the eagle carrying the cooler. Yeah. And I gave it to um, I gave it to Jan's wife Daphne in Belgium. Mm-hmm. I gave I gave her all my t-shirts because I didn't have room for all my stuff and all the like treasures that I was taking back home. And Daphne gave me this picture that she'd taken because she goes does like urban exploration uh, photography. And uh, she gave me this picture that she'd taken. It was beautiful. And I ended up giving it to Sarah as a Christmas present. And so in exchange, I gave her all my, like, local band shirts that I had specifically picked for the tour. Because I wear a small and she wears a small. You know what right. I mean? So I gave her... Because it was like, like the size of a toothpick. What? Yeah. So she wears a small and I wear a small. Well, I don't wear a small anymore. I'm up to a medium now because I'm getting skinny guy fat because I'm about to be a dad. Awesome. So my dad bod's coming in. I'm starting to jiggle and stuff. Anyway, what other, what other question do we have? Um, actually, I think that was the only question we had and I made it up. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> 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 Not a single one, huh? I don't think so. There was, some, there was a bunch of comments, but I don't think there's any questions. Oh, man. Wait, wait. Lots of, lots of comments, no questions. Gordo, isn't there like a little like questions thing in one of the lower <laughs> corners on the picture there? My favorite color is there's, green there's, uh, and black. There's comments and requests. I just joined it live myself, and so I feel like I... Ripped a hole in the time space. Continuum. <laughs> it was a crazy echo delay, and it was like I don't know. It was like across the streams. It was bizarre. <laughs> yeah, producing is fun, man. <laughs> producing can be fun. Uh, yeah, man. Um, lordy, lordy, Joey. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So uh, let's. How about we take a break, and oh, yeah. uh, then we'll get into some news. Does that sound good? Yeah. I guess this would be the point where we turn everything off for a second, huh? Yeah, let's we'll pause everything for a second. We'll be back with some uh, news. After this word from nobody. What? <laughs> <laughs> Good, someone wants to know when you're playing oh, the blue air, note. Be careful, oh, that's a very good question. When are we playing the blue note? Uh, man, as soon as somebody books it. Yeah, Brad. Well, no, uh, Matt, because Matt left the blue note. And so I'm not even sure who's booking there. So whoever is booking there now should get in touch with me. 
Uh, by the way, yeah, shout out to fun. Matt Kirk from the Blue Note for all his years of wonderful treatment and all his friendship. And uh, <laughs> we love you very much. Thank you for all the great fucking shows, dude. Um, to all our Oklahoma City crew, let's, let's talk about a gig. I got the baby on the way, but, um, you know, I'm sure I'll be able to get out of town at least once next year. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, hit us up. Let me know. The answer to your question is you. Our response, wait, that's not the, because you asked when are we coming back to the Blue Note. The answer is you tell us. We're going to take a break real quick and uh, be back with a little bit of news. Figured out? Oh, you cocksucker. Oh, you son of a bitch. People are like, so this is the whole thing, huh? Just watching Aaron try and remember what something says. <laughs> All right. So We have a top nine list then. So uh, let's... <laughs> we, no, well, what we've got is we've got a bunch of scribbles that we're going to pass off as a top ten list. Here in a moment, but first, let's uh, cover some news that's coming up down the pipe. Insert boop to boop to boop music here. Uh, we're going up to Evergroove Studio this week to finish tracking the front lines of good times. And then all of January, it's going to mix down and Brad does his thing. And then, God willing, we're going to have a record out uh, by the spring. That's right. So that's coming down the pike. I'm really excited. I started it. it people who've been following the Instagram story today will know that uh, I did some working on some pre-production stuff to get ready for that and and demoed, uh, demoed some stuff for one of the songs. I'll show it to you later. Cool. Uh, next month, January 26th, of course, we're playing with the legendary Hank Von Hell, original singer for the band Turbo Negro. Um, the singer that Turbo Negro deserved is what I've uh, heard told. And there are mixed reviews coming out, but um, the, everything that I've seen looks badass. The videos and the pictures that he's putting out, it looks like it's a great tour. Yeah, it's tight. So we are super excited for that. Um, that's, you know, that's playing with a fucking legend, man. It's going to be great. Uh, stay tuned for an album release in the fall. Uh, more details to come on that. Uh, then I'm having a baby. No, Sarah's S- having a baby. Well, oh, yeah. Sarah's having a baby, and I am helping Sarah have a baby. That's right. I'm, I'm, you, you've helped enough. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. That's great. 2019 will probably be a slow year, but for us, a slow year is still a pretty fucking active year. Because yeah, this look year... This, look at all these shows of the year. This year felt slow to me. Uh, um, and so going to... Uh, oh, also... A bunch of other shows in the works, and uh, stay tuned for a European tour coming up in 2019. Dun, dun, dun. That shit is coming. Dun, 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 dun. So we put together a list of the top 10 or so events of 2018 in no particular order. Um, First on the list, we had a changing of the guard from Josh Finley to Jake Fairley. JF to JF. Mm Mm-hmm. So Josh Finley, because because of the style of illustration that Josh Finley does, which is really in depth, really like these huge complex illustrations, um, and the fact that he draws these pictures over and over again when he does them, like 
it takes Josh a a long time to do this type of stuff. And that being said, he's the busiest and most prolific artist I've ever met in my entire life. I don't know if it's that Mennonite His barn. His friend is right there. I don't know if it's that Mennonite barn raising that they teach him to like get up at the crack of dawn and milk cows and raise <laughs> barns and shit that gives him that work ethic. But I guess everyone in his family is like that in their in their fields, right? right. Oh, are you on right now? We got a question. Oh, you closed it out. Oh, uh, when are you and Parker gonna do guitar playthroughs? Playthroughs for yeah. real? Yeah. When are you gonna do some playthrough who videos? Who asked that? Who who asked that, I Gordo? Just, my mom. I bet. Yeah, uh, <laughs> man, I've been wanting to get you guys to do some playthrough videos for a while. That'd be cool. I'll do it. Yeah, man. I'll I would. Do, I'll do one tonight. I would love to we're see just, that. We're gonna be uh, having a different kind of rehearsal tonight, anyway. I'll fucking. We can make a playthrough we'll video tonight. Yeah, we can figure that Actually, out. Actually, which, which song do you want? Yeah, what song do you want? Go ahead and, and, and post and tell us which one you want. Uh, okay, so yes, yeah, so we have the changing of the guard for the comic. So Josh is just, like, seriously entirely too busy. You know, he's drawn a mural every other day while working on a children's book, while working on our album cover, while working on this, while working on that. Badass mural, too. Dude, he's a super busy dude. And so he just didn't have time to do it the way we wanted to. And so we very amicably parted ways. Um, um, I had actually seen Jake Fairley's work at Muni Information Cafe. I saw it sitting out there, and I thought it was like a individual comic series that Heavy Metal Magazine was putting out. He has this comic series called This Is Heavy Metal, and it's fucking awesome, violent, black and white, like, Hesh art comics like he's doing for us. Really fantastic stuff. Logan had mentioned to him, totally not knowing about that connection, that we were looking for someone to illustrate our new comic. And, you know, Jake has been producing entire pages one to two times a week. Like, he is ripping through it. That is that is what this guy does, is draws comics. Yeah, he's, uh, he's producing pretty fucking fast. It's great. You've, you've seen some of the... Badass. Yeah, man, it looks so fucking Wicked. good, man. We're really excited. That's going to be going to... Uh, oh, shout out to Jamie Jorgensen, who's been posting on uh, on on the thread today. Jamie Jorgensen... Who's this, who's this who said gasoline? Hold on, we'll get to that in a second. Um, Excuse Jay, me. Well, I'm just trying to, like, not get disjointed while we're talking about stuff. Um, That's what we're doing. Uh, Joint. So, uh, Jamie uh, animated the uh, the motion comic for uh, the last comic that we did that that Josh Finley illustrated. He's also our head uh, animator over here at the Nug Nation. So he's going to be getting ready to animate that here soon, and we'll get that uh, we'll get that animated motion comic going. So um, we had a we had a comment from uh, we had a question from my man Andy Senarusa from Boise, oh, Idaho. That makes a lot of from sense. From the band Groggy Bikini and Trigger Itch, and most famously, uh, like a rocket, um, he asked when you and Parker are going to do playthroughs. And Andy, the answer to that is fucking as soon as we sit down and do it. We have the gear to do it. Fuck yeah. yeah we have I'll, the equipment. I'll whip one up. Yeah, let's get a gasoline playthrough going. Fuck yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for posting in a question, Andy. I appreciate it, man. We'll do it for fucking gasoline. That's rad. Uh, okay. Um, next item on the on the on the top list, number two. We started the motherfucking podcast. We yeah. started the motherfucking podcast in 2018. We did. We're almost at 40 episodes. From very we, humble beginnings. Yeah, man. We started out with just like putting a cell phone in the middle of the room, and no, now we're... It, it's Before that, it started with you in the closet. Yeah, before that, <laughs> it started with me in the closet at my house doing Commentary Tuesday on my fucking garage band with my... Uh, 
with my earbuds, like just my Apple fucking headphones. And then Tony suggested we started doing a podcast. We started doing that on my phone in the middle of the room and, and learned and, and did it. And man, it's, you know, it's not the most popular fucking podcast in the world, but Gordo, our producer, yeah, he listens to it every week. Joey listens to it a bunch. Like yep. you do too, other guy who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun. So, yeah, we started the motherfucking podcast. That's great. Do we got another question coming in? When are you guys going to do another show at Blue Note? Okay, see? Okay, so, yeah, we answered that for Aaron. That, uh, yeah, to reiterate, um, we're going to do we're gonna do another song uh, show at the Blue Note in Oklahoma City uh, very soon. I mean, we like going there a bunch, which brings us to number three. Yeah. Oklahoma City. Oh, we went there twice in 2018. First time we went out. Uh, first time we went out there on New Year's Eve, we played the Blue Note, and then the next note, uh, the, next the next night, <laughs> the next night we played at the Drunken Fry and did a surprise show. Uh, Blind Staggers were supposed to do. Wait, did we do? Th- what show did we do where the Blind Staggers uh, got there late? Was that New Year's weekend or was that? It was New Year's weekend? Okay, so the first night we were actually at the High Low. Right. We were at the high-low uh, the first night, and you guys got stuck in trap, or you guys oh, had van trouble. Yeah. Your van broke down. and uh, Every time. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That was... Wait, was that that night? Yeah, it was. Because we, we showed up, and we thought we were going to be able to play, and then we ended up getting there like probably three-quarters of the way through Ruckus' set. Okay. And then the next night we played New Year's Eve and we fucking... And that's when I sliced my head open. I have a permanent scar from running into a fucking uh, sheet metal PBR sign while (laughs) dancing around on tables at fucking... At the Drunken Fry on the second night. Um, yeah, man, I like burst blood everywhere, dude. Blood like shot out of my forehead. And didn't you drip into this girl. blood into this beer? No, I, I dripped blood into this girl's drink. And then after the show, so first of all, I'm bleeding everywhere. I finish out the show. You can hear it on the recording. Me going, holy fuck! Like, <laughs> and like singing the song, like laughing and kind of yelling, you know, and like doing the like wide-eyed like dad i'm hurt face you know <laughs> and uh and nobody helping you gives us and then the microphone and then nuge our buddy nuge at the drunken fry he's fucking uh you know he's a wrestling promoter like he he gets involved in backyard wrestling like characters and everything right yeah so he uh i was like i figured you'd be the guy to talk to since you you know he runs he ran the drunken fry until it closed down i was like i figured you'd be the guy's guy to talk to since you're used to dudes busting their heads open he's like yeah if this were a wrestling match i'd just pack salt into it you want me to do that and i was like no thanks he's like i got some butterfly bandages for you sweetheart (laughs) but then i come out and this girl comes up to me and she goes hey first of all great show Second of all, um, I don't know how to say this, so I don't mean to be rude, but uh, you bled into my beer, and I drank it, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, that was crazy, right? And she goes, yeah, I just need to know, am I going to be okay? And I went, oh, oh, yeah, no, I'm clean. I'm yep. totally good, and you don't have to worry about it. That is so metal. Yeah, it was so yeah. funny. And then um, next time we were out, we played at the Blue Note, for Logan's fucking bachelor party. Yeah, that was sweet. Logan's bachelor party was sick as fuck. <laughs> I went and bought $100 worth of fucking plastic dicks. At, by the way, if you ever go to Fascinations, the dudes, like the bachelor party section, has got nothing good in it. 
the bachelorette party section <laughs> is the dirtiest fucking shit in the world, dude. It's like bachelor party section is like hot pin the boobs on the hot cop burp. Like that's 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 it. It's it, it. There's just like four items. The bachelorette party section and it's just dick, 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 dick. Inflatable dicks and hard plastic dicks and dick straws and dick hair clips and fucking necklaces made of condoms and. There, dude, a midget ring toss game. Okay, you know that that little guy that we have, the inflatable little guy, Mister uh, Mister Dick Richards, that right. sits at the fucking merch table. He wears the baby onesies. Yep. That came in a bachelorette party game, <laughs> and uh, and he has like a little boner. And we were doing this, we were doing this character. We we're like, we were like this guy because I ate a little bit of mushrooms. I ate a tiny bit of mushroom. Yeah, this. <laughs> What's your definition of a tiny bit? I, I ate enough. Let's put it that way. We went and saw the Reverend Horton Heat play, and fucking, I took a little bit of mushroom, and Tony and I were like, dude, he's like the spirit of pettiness and anger within every man. And like, we were like going like, I've been on hold for 45 minutes. I'm a paying customer. I don't have to take this dear. And when he gets really mad, the His dick comes out, out, and he like puts it in your ear. <laughs> well, I want to speak to your manager. I want I want to speak to your manager. Uh, fucking, yeah. yeah, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to fucking get that. Ask us about Dick. Gordo is being a great, <laughs> fantastic. Gordo is the best producer in the world. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Oklahoma City, Logan's bachelor party. There's there's stuff about that on Instagram for sure. Um, I, I think there's some videos on Facebook from that weekend. It was just fucking crazy. Um, number four. Mile High Parlay. Mile High Parlay. We played the Mile High Parlay this year. They did a very experimental run of like trying to have multiple stages going, and it was total fucking bedlam. The the outdoor deal, right? Yeah, 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 that was the outdoor one. Yeah. Well, dude, so when we first started out, we were a little concerned because the sound guy was wasted, for one. There was no monitors. Like, it it was their first year doing it, so there was a lot of bugs to work out. You know what I mean? We were supposed to play, so we show up as Granny Tweed was playing. Shout out to Gordo, our producer, and Granny Tweed. Uh, Terry and Josh as well. Love you guys. And it's a three-piece. You can name everybody in the band, and it doesn't sound awkward. Yeah. Anyway, we show up. Uh, Granny Tweed's ripping it, but the mix is just kind of, like, kind of all over the place. But... The noise was reflecting off the buildings across the street and just slapping it back. So just all of Broadway is just that's why that's why Gordo sounded so good. It was just extra reverb and extra delay. Yeah, yeah. It, that slap back made a really cool delay. Um, Ryan, Chris, and the Rough Cuts played, and Susan and uh, Ryan did their thing where they go walk out into traffic and fucking play. <laughs> that was cool as shit. But then Bud Bronson and the Good Timers were supposed to play. And I don't know if just nobody told them or if, like, they forgot or what happened. I don't think they did it, you know, knowing those guys, it's one of those two scenarios. That was that day. Oh, yeah. That was a fun day. Parker had the wireless (laughs) rocking. Yeah. Um, but, uh, But Bud Bronson and the Good Timers just didn't show up. Like, I think that just somehow it didn't get relayed to them that they were supposed to play. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, there's, no, so, there's no show. Yeah, they were. <laughs> so, sound guy gets on stage and he's like, he's like, well, Bud Bronson and the Good Timers, please report to the stage. They got it going on. The the dudes from uh, Smith's Grove, who we played with at Lost Lake, they came up and it was the first time we met them. They're like, dude, if you need anyone to fill space, we'll fucking play right now. Oh, yeah. And I was like, 
I appreciate the effort, but I think we're just going to give them like 10 more minutes and then we're going to jump on. So we jumped on early and there's like nobody there because the the vibe got kind of uncorked because there was no fucking band, right? We go on and we start playing and just that reverb slapping off those buildings starts pulling people in from just all over Broadway. Yep. When you showed up, it was just you and Tessa and that's yep. it, huh? Yep. Yeah, we we get yeah, we're getting ready. That was the coolest part. We're line checking, and Joey and his wife Tessa are just sitting there like, <laughs> "By a long shot, what's up, dude? <laughs> Here for the show." <laughs> that was a cool one. Did, were you yeah. there, did you see Ryan, Chris, and the Rough Cuts after we played? No, you didn't see that. Well, show? I mean, I talked to him a little bit. What did they do? Oh, man, they they put on a hell of a show. No, though. they played before us. They went out in the street in the middle of oh, Broadway and right, shit like that. Us. Yeah. They were fucking amazing. Yeah, dude. they went out there and uh, he made love to Broadway, and they stopped, <laughs> and him and Susan stopped traffic. Yeah, with their rock, dude. And they, I, I was following him on their. That was uh, probably the coolest moment of all the parlor. Well, I was following him on their tour, like on social media, and they did that all over the place, dude. Oh, they cool. would take the wireless out into the street and fucking go jam. It was great, man. That's cool. Um, he rubbed his guitar all over Broadway. It was, <laughs> it was insane. Needs a shot after that, right? It was insane. Oh, uh, coming in at number five. Are we up to number five? We got number five. Punk is dead. Punk at is the Oriental dead. Theater. We played with uh, Ned Garth Explosion, the Velveteers, um, uh, Plastic Daggers. Like that was a really fucking cool show, man. It was a bunch of more like high dive bands that we don't necessarily get the opportunity to play with as much. Opportunity. And it was fucking great, man. Crowd, we sure. we hung out with Brian Beer from Bud Bronson backstage and the Ned Garth guys and and everyone from the Velveteers and and uh, uh, oh uh, John from Bandits is also in the Velveteers. Like he's in one band with one sister and then one band with the other sister. You know what I mean? It's almost like. <laughs> it's almost like, well, if you're going to be in a band with your sister, you have to be in a band with your other sister, John. <laughs> but they were fucking amazing. Uh, the Plastic Daggers dudes were amazing. It was just a really great hangout. And for really, uh, really good cause for uh, Doran DeLong, uh, Dorian, or Dorian DeLong, um, his, uh, his scholarship, man. So, And the Oriental Theater, of course, is like a second home to us. We fucking love it there. Coming in at number six, Moss Generator. At streets, streets of London, Moss Generator at Streets of London, man. That was that was, cool. that was a great show, just a fucking great crowd, um, tons of fun, man. Like uh, the the dudes from Moss Generator were incredibly nice, incredibly cool people. The crowd was great. Uh, we just we had a lot of fun, and it was in the middle of the week too. It was like a Wednesday night show, packed house, dude. packed house on a Wednesday night. It was really impressive. Uh, and Streets of London is doing some amazing stuff now, man. Really growing. Uh, Logan has gotten to work there during that time and really see that fucking grow and thrive. So that's very cool. Yeah. Coming in at number six. Number six, six, six. We're going to just say all the sessions at Evergroove Studios because yeah. they all kind of run together. And we're going to be up there this week. What day? Uh, I'm going up there on uh, Thursday, the that's 20th. Right. I'm going up there to finish it. But we went on some nature hikes. We, we oh, yeah. brought in a. Stayed up. Woke up early, went on a long hike together. Yeah, centered our chi. It was great, man. <laughs> Made it to the studio by and 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 had breakfast by ten a.m. We had we special rocking. guests come up. We had our our gang vocal chorus with Joey and Matt and the guys and Eric Lips and and Mike Heck and uh, and uh, Alyssa came up and we did a bunch of different gang vocal sessions. We had the girls, the Ruckettes, come up and do some backup vocal stuff. Uh, just. Really, such a great environment to work in, man. The I'm, organ blur. Oh, 
two organ players because yeah. we had uh, we had Vaughn McPherson from Space and Time. Yeah. He went in and did How Big Is the Sun, played on this Hammond A4 that was incredible. And then um, we had this hired gun dude. This dude, Will Snyder, came in and he just like... You know, we were kind of in a hurry to get it done, and Vaughn had moved. So we're like, we just need to knock this out. We just need to bring in a hired gun to do it. And Parker knew this guy. And, you know, we paid him by the hour or whatever, and he just came in and bam, 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 bam. Just started laying out take after take. It's really great stuff. So we're really excited to put that record out in 2019. Frontlines of Good Times, part one, Marauders, Mutants, and Magic Mamas. It's going to be a fucking great one. Uh, coming in at number seven, the motherfucking Staggers tour. That we was cool. we went on a tour. Of the How Pacific. much are you wearing that shirt right now? You are wearing that. I'm surprised that shirt didn't sell better. Like it's it, <laughs> or it's at all? well or at all. We ended up giving them all away, and I think they look really cool. It looks like a fucking some. a vintage like camp T-shirt yes. of some sort, man. It's cool. I like it a lot. Uh, but we went out to the Pacific it Northwest. Really your chai, your chai tea. Yeah, I I I like a dirty chai. I like my chai <laughs> chai dirty. Um, chai town, baby. <laughs> center my chai latte. I said center my chai latte. I can't drink it, but it's not right in front of me, exactly where I can reach it. Um, yeah. So we went to. We went to uh, Boise, Idaho. We went to Bremerton, Washington. We went to Everett, Washington, where we played with Black Pussy. We did uh, we did Seattle at the at the um, Slim's last uh, Splatterhouse Ruckus at Slim's Last Chance. Uh, uh, we did Bellingham. We that did. That was sweet. It was it was both the Staggers, which is my wife, my brother, and my wife's brother, and a good buddy of ours. That's the whole band. In the same van as Ruckus, which are all my brothers, and then traveling and t- on tour together that well, way. And Ty couldn't Every make the here. tour, and Ty couldn't make the tour because he um, he had he had a family obligation. He had his his brother in law <laughs> was getting married, so that was like a big family event. So my brother love filled it. in, dude. Like I love just how family came together to keep the mission afloat on that. Beautiful. The shows were great. All the bands were really cool. It was great to see all our old friends up in the Pacific Northwest. It's been too long. Uh, man, we really need to not wait so long next time we go up there and do it. A lot of fun, man. Uh, and now we have, like, three capes for your costume <laughs> for that tour. Yeah, we yeah. do. And I well, and I got Sorry, to pre- I got to premiere my new jumpsuit, but I've sent it back to get some work done. So if you've seen me wearing the French Phoenix again, that's why. I'm getting an emblem done on the back of my fucking of yeah, Ranger Rock. Tour. Yeah, I it got it in the mail at the Airbnb where we were staying. Yeah. Uh, the Airbnbs were so fucking tight. Oh, the Airbnbs were so tight. So we, instead, instead of doing hotel rooms, we we decided to just share an Airbnb. And mind you, when you have to get an Airbnb for nine people, it's going to be a sweet fucking house. Sure. Yeah. It worked out so good. Oh, it worked out so great. We had a really good time doing that. Um, Very yeah, man. Super fucking cool. cool Coming house. in at number, are we on seven? You just did seven. I just did seven? You went number, from six to seven. Number eight. Eight. Both the gigs we did with, uh, both the gigs we did at the Mesa Theater. With In the Whale. We played with Doyle Von Frankenstein, and we played with In the Whale in two separate shows. 
And the crowds were great. The bands were super fucking cool. We took tons of pictures with people and and hung out and partied and just met the nicest fucking people in Grand Junction. Danny. Mesa Theater and say what? Met Danny. Oh yeah, Dan, your buddy Danny came yeah. out per your recommendation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Both shows were fantastic. Um, leading into that, number ten is going to be both the shows we did with Doyle Von Frankenstein, which was we played with him at the Mesa, then we played with him down at Herman's Hideaway, and dude, he fucking works out during sound check. Yes, he brings he workout equipment in off the bus at, at that. He's so that huge. was enough for me. Just watching a hot, muscly dude work out, you know. <laughs> Yeah, he was, was definitely working. He no, was pumping the iron. It was it was a lot of fun. Just the people the, the people that we met at those shows were really great. The guys that were on tour with Doyle, everybody in Doyle's entourage is gigantic, by the way. Just rip dudes. Yeah, they gotta carry that gym equipment in and out of the bus. <laughs> Coming out of that, number ten, leading into the other Herman's Hideaway show that we did, which was playing with the legendary Dio Disciples. Nice. That was fucking cool as shit. I was a little skeptical about Tim Ripper Owens at mm-hmm. the very beginning. Like, I heard the band playing, and then I saw him come out, and he's, like, wearing wraparound sunglasses and a Monster Energy drink hat <laughs> and, like, a suede jacket and not, like, not, like, dressing like Dio all frilly and, like, yes, I am going to tell you a magical tale. Like, he... <laughs> well, that was Dio's thing. Well, it? right, but he comes out, and he just looks like he was about to phone it in so bad, and then he started singing, and he was Fucking amazing, dude. Tim Owens was Killed it. so fun. Were you at that show? Yep. He was so good. They played Stargazer, which is like my favorite Dio song. <laughs> they played Heaven and Hell. They played uh, Ice Speed at Night. Did they play Ice Speed at Night? I don't know. No, they didn't play Ice Speed at Night. They said uh, they played Stand Up and Shout. Um, right. Holy Diver, fucking Rainbow in the Dark, um, Last in Line. Like they did, they did all. My favorite Dio songs. And then we're standing around and Ty and Tony are starting to get a little rosy. <laughs> and a little Dio gets off stage and they get run down to the green room. And right. and Ty's like, or and Tony's like, should we go down there and say what's up? No, Ty and, said that. Oh, no, it, <laughs> no, because remember, Ty said, I mean, we're allowed. <laughs> and so we went down to the green room. We run down the stairs, and those guys have just gone into their side of the green room, and we're, like, walking up, and Ty just yells from the back of the three of us just into their room, just like, hey, guys, just wanted to say it was a fucking honor to play with you, bro. And boom, Shut they the slam the door in our face. Manager pushes us out of the green room, and wow. security for the Hermans was like, you guys can't be down here anymore. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, well... In all fairness, we were just loud, drunk guys, and they right. had just gotten off a of stage. Like right. Ty was just like, he, he was like, "Oh fuck!" Apparently, they didn't want to hang out. <laughs> it was so fucking funny, man. Fuck that shit, then. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so we mentioned earlier Logan's bachelor party, yeah. uh, Logan's wedding was fantastic. That was fucking amazing. That's number eleven, right? Number eleven. Yeah. Number eleven. Logan's wedding. I think you skipped number nine. No, I didn't. Did number I? nine. No, I didn't. It's not. I told you it's ten and then some. I don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah Logan's wedding was incredible. The blind staggers were in cheese. town. He's, he's saying he's saying it's nine. Uh, nine. Now it's seven. Nine. Number nine. <laughs> now it's seven. <laughs> okay, we'll go back to seven. 
This is number. This is number forty-three. There's something. There's something that happened. Yeah, number forty-three. You took me to uh, two Ween shows over the summer, and now I've. Definitely well, I was mostly today. doing. I was mostly doing band best of, but I'm really glad that you think that that's on the list. That's on the list. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> that, felt, that felt like a band thing because because we were. That's your favorite. Band. Wedding party was the shit. Logan's wedding party was the shit. That's your favorite band, right? So say what? That's your favorite band. Oh, Ween. It's yeah. not my favorite, my favorite band. band of all time. It's like right. not my favorite band for sure, but they're definitely cool. They're right. they're my Beatles. Man, like right. I fucking love that band, um, and I just so wanted to weird. share that experience. And it, it took Tony. Isn't it great to share that? It took Tony a little getting used to. Like when you're uninitiated, Ween kind of like makes you bristle. Kind of reminds bit. me of when I first got into Frank Zappa. It yeah, you're kind of like, like really like me at a fish it, show. It, it took a couple years, but like <laughs> after going to the show, you start to become curious about. You're like you're like oh, I'll check out this thing. And then I'll check out this thing, right? And then I'll and you no, start no, digging I'm not, into the. I'm not that bad. I just like put on the records as like background music and go. You did listen to the the rarities playlist that I sent you. Did I? Yes, you did. I sent you one song from the rarities playlist. You listened to it before started. the show or after the show? After the show. Since the show. See, okay. it's his fanship is deepening. He's right. he, one he, of us. He took me to the show. <laughs> one of us. He's like, I have two. T- I have two tickets. One of us. Me and you were going, and. It's, we're gonna party for two days and go to Red Rocks to see Wayne. I was like, that perfect. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go do that. We yeah. hung out at my mom and dad's and like, dude, we had a really good time. Like we didn't even take drugs. Like, we didn't even take drugs. We just Tony brought a pack of joints as <laughs> currency. <laughs> <laughs> he was basically like, dude, you give a joint to somebody and they'll let you stand right in front of them. Yeah, like nice. we ended up getting like really bad spots because we would just walk to what? where we Red wanted. Red Rocks. Yeah. yeah, it was at Red Rocks. Right. And we're in line and. Uh, I was real thirsty, and this guy had like he was drinking a beer. I was like, "Hey, man, you got an extra beer?" He's like, "Nah." And I was like, "I'll trade you a joint for one." He's like, "Oh, well, in that case, he all of a sudden sure. out a beer." Yeah. yeah, Tony's like, "This is the secret. <laughs> this is the secret. Bring joints to shows yeah, and I, just I, give I was, them to people was, as I currency." For, uh, I was looking for Aaron. And th- I thought he was in like the eighth row, and there's like the ninth row is GA, you know. And I kind of mm-hmm. walked, looking right in the middle, and I'm like, kind of st- trying to stop to look for him. And somebody's like, "Hey, what the fuck, dude?" And I. Pull out a joint and go. Hey, you want to smoke this? He goes, Yeah. So he starts smoking. Forgot all I'm, about I'm looking for. I'm looking for Aaron and Nini. <laughs> and yep. ironically, my buddy Jeaner got us into the VIP section up there at the front. We got nice. to watch quite a bit of the show, man. It from yeah. My sister's really a big Wing fan too. It was super That's cool. cool. Um, we were we were starting cool. to mention though number number eleven or twelve or what the fuck ever it is. Nine. Logan's wedding, dude. <laughs> Logan's wedding party. First of all, the wedding was beautiful. That that's a whole nother story to talk about the the speeches and the pictures and the ceremony and the judge the and jam afterwards. And, all the, and the jam afterwards is what I want to talk about, man. We uh, uh, so the potato pirates were supposed to be there. Steve uh, Stackhouse, unfortunately, their drummer injured his leg and was unable to do it. So we had probably the worst, white, the first white fudge show in a very long time. And uh, and did that at the beginning of the show. Uh, Ruckus played, uh, Staggers played, and Logan like that we was had the safe word. Yeah, we had the safe word. So we were like, okay, you know the safe oh, word. Oh, he yeah, 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 yeah. He knows the safe word. So so for Logan's bachelor party and for the wedding, we told the sound guys we're like, look, this is our buddy's bachelor party. This is our buddy's wedding. He has a pass to drink as much as he wants. He's probably going to get fucking wasted. <laughs> if he starts getting too drunk to play, I'm going to yell out the safe word. And the safe word is asparagus. If I yell yeah. asparagus, pull him out of the mains and toss him in the monitors. 
And we fucking told Logan about that, and he actually thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> but to his credit, we never, never had to yell asparagus. Damn. Logan never got to what we felt was an asparagus level. Right. But at his wedding, as soon as we got done playing, he fucking ate it hard, dude. <laughs> that was you a got video party. of that, huh? I do have video of that. Do you really? Yes. Oh, man, please share that on our page. Uh, <laughs> he said he didn't want to because Logan fell. Yeah, that's the only reason I didn't post that. What? You know? Oh, he would have been but fine if you want with it. it. I'll be glad to. Yeah, he would have been <laughs> fine with it. Um, man, uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, uh, coming in at number 13, I guess. It's we a played great top 10 list. We played in Chicago. <laughs> we went and played in Chicago for uh, uh, Evan's birthday, the fucking Turbo Yugen party, Turbo Yugen Chicago right. that party. Was fun. With Redline Messiah and at the fucking Redline at the live at the live wire, man. Yeah, Redline Messiah is fucking cool. We got to you hang out with your family. Out. Good Chicago band, dude. That was great. They're good. good rock and roll. And yeah. uh, number fourteen, I just have EWS written, and I'm sure that, that it's out? something. So never figured it out. Huh? I can't think of what it was. I think like we'd have to like look up what our shows were. Aaron's chai stopped flowing. EWS. I have no idea. Like, open up. Go go to Facebook. And open yeah. up, open up our shows. What is EWS? Oh, I already tried that. It's, I, I couldn't figure it out. Well, no, just go to our show list. Um, this is gonna take a while. All right. I, yeah, I have no idea. I wrote it down. It seemed very important at the time, <laughs> but I can't remember. So those are. It's an exotic, wild strain. Yeah, exo- exotic, <laughs> wild strain. There you go. Nothing. Uh, Nothing. Uh, Nothing. Oh, news. New Worst Fest was fucking cool. Uh, oh, playing with dryer fire was fucking cool. Um, Ooh, Turbo Wizard. Oh, Frontline's a Good Times Live in Chicago. Wait a minute. Uh, Blue Note, Becky and Logan's After Party, Mile High Parlay, we talked about that. New Worst Fest, Dio Disciples. Oh, Gary Lee Days, man. Yeah. We got to honor our buddy Gary Lee Bomar this year. No, that's not it. <laughs> But well, now I gotta know. Yeah, that's not it. But man, that was fucking beautiful that we got to we got to honor uh, fucking Gary Lee Bomar, man. That was really cool. Oh, I forgot. Fucking, you know what was awesome about that Moss Generator show is uh, Throttle Bomb played that shit. That's right. It was very cool. Uh, you know I, what? I have um, no idea you know, what refl- EWS refl- is. Reflecting on the whole year, I remember uh, that awesome show at uh, Surfside Seven. Oh, the uh, one that we Fort, just played? Fort Collins with Granny Tweed. Oh, yeah, I remember. God, <laughs> so it seems like it was only a couple days ago. So, yeah, man. Time's fun we're when we're you're young. having flies. Yeah. You know what? It's a. Uh, it's been a really good year, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm super grateful for all the people who came out to the shows. Joey, I'm super grateful for you, man. I'm yeah. grateful for you guys. Dude, man. thank you so much. You're like... And Gordo. And Gordo, we are super grateful Which for I you, guess man. is pretty much our entire audience. Uh, we are <laughs> super grateful for John Skibbins. Gene uh, Skibbins. Gene uh, Skibbins. Uh, John Skibicki, our fucking Chicago producer for everything that he does. All of our patrons, all the people at Evergroove Studios. Everybody, man, it's just been... Everybody who's just been helping us out this year in this this thing that we're building, man, it's a uh, it's a really really beautiful thing. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, it's great music. It's just for fun. Yeah, and to all of you who've been watching this and listening to this, listen to the podcast. Yeah. Like we can cons- we don't have a huge following, but we have a very consistent following. Right. You know what I mean? Like we're not the most. Po- I've said this at our last show. I was like, we may not be the most popular kids in town. But it, we're definitely not the most popular. Yeah, we're not the most popular kids. We're not the jocks of the school. 
but Shit, we're, we're, we're we're not we're not the you know the head boy and head girl of the of the school. We're not we're not the cheerleaders of the most school. Most likely to succeed. Yeah, we're not we're not the valedictorians of the school. We're not even the chess club. We're not the computer club. We're not the drama team. We're more like we're not the debate team. We're more like the, we're not the Mensa team. We're not ROTC. We're not the librarian. We're not the lunch lady. We're not the driver's ed club. No, we're more like we're more like the burnout kids that hang out at the creek and smoke weed all day oh, and far like out, man. like like should have graduated like five years ago. Like really, nobody knows how long they've been there. Like they seem like they're just kind of always there. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> the popular kids go to the creek when they want to party, don't they? Yep. So. All of you who have been our fellow kids at the creek, all of you kids who've been joining us at the uh, dead end on High Street throughout our fucking, throughout our careers, man, uh, we really appreciate you guys. And uh, thanks for being, thanks for being, thanks for hanging out down at the creek with us, man. We're super grateful for you. Uh, I guess we got to get to rehearsal, don't we? We do got to get to rehearsal. And now it's time for the one for the homies, which we're going to do one of yours. Yeah. So Gordo, Gordo, no. come on in here. Gordo, come We're on in here. A, t- a tweed song though. Gordo, come on in here. Come on in here. Um, because we want you to, we want you to pick one. We're gonna close out the episode. We're gonna close out the episode. Hey guys. Hey Gordo, <laughs> have a seat. You're back. <laughs> um, so uh, other side of the glass. I think we should definitely. <laughs> we've been talking about doing a tour for a while, and we haven't made it happen. I think we should talk Let's about a tour. Do it already. I think we should do it in yeah. 2019, man. Let's do it. I'm not gonna be able to do a lot, but we'll do I'm gonna focus on some qua- we'll do quality. A long things. weekend, or we'll do two weekends. I think we should go we play the Vic, that. man. Let's we do should it. go play the fucking Vic, and I think that's an excellent East place. Coast. Very concentrated. Let's do. I think we should do some Colorado stuff, or go to some let's of their. Do a key series markets. series of weekend warrior shows. There we go. Because it's a, a good showcase, combo. if you will. It's a good combo. Let's do it in Chicago. I like to think we are kindred bands. You know, we are. Yeah, we are definitely kindred bands. What's the song that y'all McCann? So so pick <laughs> a, pick a what's, song. What's the song you do the freeze uh, on? Yeah, what's the uh, song you do the freeze on? That one's on the new album. Well, then that ain't gonna fucking work. Now, is <laughs> it's it? not gonna work, man. Do you have a rough mix of it? Uh, I do not. Oh, do you want to hear? Actually, I've got something for we're you. Gonna, we're going we're gonna to tack it on to the Here's, end of the ap- episode. This will be... Well, sit down. You don't need to grab it. No, no, check it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We'll, we'll just sit here. Yeah. Ready? Dead air. Just hold your breath. Okay. What is EWS? I know it's I important. Put, I put some answers on there about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> did you? This is our brand new song that I just mixed down today. I'm going to do it straight into the microphone. All right. Because I can do that because it's 20 seconds long. (laughs) That's a good always one.
All right, there you go, man. That's brilliant. You do that's that a, that's a you world premiere. Yeah, world premiere. It's a very world Black Sabbathy. Yeah, Gordo, you're TRL brilliant, man. Yeah. You're brilliant. Yeah. Seriously, one of the most brilliant people I know. That's fucking great. Wait, what's that going to be on? Is that going to be on the new Granny Tweet album? That's or an exclusive. That your... You can only hear it here. Oh, shit. That's, that's, that's never going anywhere only, else? Only here. People only are going to request it live. Yeah. People are going to request it live. Be like, I saw it. <laughs> Too fucking bad. If you're not listening to the best podcast in the world, then you don't get to hear and it. And we're going to edit it out of the final version, so it'll right. only be on the live one. So if you were watching, you know about that show, but no one else is going to know about it. That's it. Well, we're still, still going to play out something, is. so what, what song do you want to do? Oh, yeah. So what, do you wanna, what do you want to close out the Show play, the, play the most popular one. I don't know. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna close uh, this episode of the motherfucking podcast, this year in review episode of the podcast. Our new producer, our new Denver producer, helping out uh, Gene Skibbins Co- in Chicago. Co-producer, no. co-producer. 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 Coke producer. I get points on the podcast, man. <laughs> our new Coke producer. <laughs> our new Coke mass producer. Uh, uh, Mr. Jason Gordon, Gordon Leadfoot. Thank you very much, man. Yeah. Thanks for this. Is, Thank you. This is our first time doing Thanks. it, and I think it's a lot of fun. That's yeah, uh, a lot of fun. Fan numero uno, Joey Klontz. Thank you. fucking man. Uh, remember, uh, when, whenever we're doing stuff, we're asking ourselves, what would Joey do? Uh, what, would Joey what would Joey dig? dig? And so far... He hasn't not dug anything that we've done, so I think that's what we like the most about him. I figured uh, out, man, like why, like why I like you guys' music so much, man. It feels like I've heard it my whole life. If really? That makes, if that makes sense. That's fucking incredible, man. Yeah. That's like the when, what people say when they and fall in love. By the way, they're and like, I feel like I've known you. And that's only like <laughs> my entire with life. a handful of bands in the category. You oh, know, cool. in, in my collection of bands or whatever like there's only think, a handful that's like you, you think know. about the bands that really that's impacted cool, you the most yeah. thank you so much Joey you think about the bands that impacted you the most and that's the feeling you know what I mean yeah. it's like they've always existed yeah. I can't imagine a time <laughs> that, like you think about like when like a band like Metallica comes out or you think of a band like the Beatles and you're like oh they've just always existed right because they've always existed as long as you've been alive yeah. you know yeah. and they've always existed as long as you've been aware and then you become aware of them and they just become this They're prehistoric I've just yeah, always pre-historic. been prehistoric <laughs> it's an incredible thing that happens in your brain man it is like being in love like really great music and uh, Tony I'm super grateful for you man like, I'm super grateful for you and the guys and fucking you showing up every week to help me do the show and, and everything you do. And I know you're going to be moving back in 2019. And I just want to say now, before the end of the year, it's been a fucking great year. Yeah, I cool. really appreciate you and Laura coming out here. I really appreciate everyone who supported you guys fucking making it. I know it hasn't been super easy at times, and I'm really just so grateful that you guys had the faith to come out and help us advance this thing because we got a shitload done this fucking year. Up man. top. Yeah. Yeah, man. We got a shitload right, done this All right, let's get over year. to Larimer. You guys are coming? Yeah, let's get over to Larimer Lounge. Uh, guys, I don't know if we're going to do a podcast in the next couple weeks, Probably so not. we're going to take a break for the holidays and... Thank you guys so much for fucking listening. When I figure out what EWS is, I'm sure it's going to be something I'm going to go, fuck! Um, oh, eating while shitting. Mm. Eating yeah. while shitting. That there was it go. the whole time. Uh, this has been the motherfucking podcast. I'm Aaron Howell. I'm Tony Lee. We're going to play out uh, Granny Tweed uh, Uno.
And, uh, you, and, and also, yeah, thanks Joey to our Klontz. guest, Joey Klontz. Gordo. And Gordo. <laughs> and Gene Skibbins. And Gene Skibbins, producing in Chicago. He'll let himself in. Thank you so much for uh, a great 2018, guys. Um, you ain't seen nothing yet, man. We got a lot of stuff coming. Can't wait. Out. Thanks for listening. Uh, yes. Bye. Bye, guys.
listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. 